What is up, everybody? I'm George Mossy. I'm here with my co-host, Sharona. So this is the TLC Roundup on the George Mossy Show. So we have a lot to cover. I don't want to talk about too much, but we have to jump into so much because so much has happened. So on this week, we're on a 1,000-pound Best Friends, Season 2, Episode 4. Ashley decided to take the girls out to get some boba tea. So before we jump into anything, yesterday was Ashley's birthday. First of all, happy birthday to Ashley. We love you here at the show. And secondly, Sharona, have you ever had boba tea? Because apparently boba tea is some sort of tea that explodes in your mouth. Actually, yes, I love boba. I don't really like the popping bubbles. I get like the traditional boba, but I'm obsessed. I think I get it like once or twice a week. So I'm just very uncultured because I've never had it. Not only have I not had it, I didn't even know that it existed and it, it had like popping crystals and stuff. So I'm just very <laughs> uncultured. So this meeting was actually kind of a downer because Ashley had revealed to the girls that she has been laid off of her job. And a lot of people around the country are going through this right now because companies have suffered so much during this recession and during COVID that they've been eliminating positions. And Ashley is super worried because she is right in the middle of getting back on her weight loss journey because you know she's had a bariatric surgery in the past she's working towards getting another one and this is a huge setback and when you have um issues with your weight when you have very stressful situations that can lead to going back to old habits which in in this case might be overeating or snacking so we're really worried but the girls seem to think that they're going to be able to keep her on track and we saw in a scene where she went to visit Vanessa and Jacob while they were working out to, to support her I think that they are able to keep her on track. Oh, yeah, I definitely do, too, especially with everything that Vanessa's doing, because she's doing so well on her journey. And her son is really trying to buckle down and do really well on his journey as well. So I think if they all band together, they can all help themselves and all lose the weight together. Yeah, I think Jacob has really started to take it seriously. We saw him lifting weights. Jacob, that's crazy. I don't even do that. So I'm very proud of you. I'm happy that you're taking control of the situation. And I'm super proud of Vanessa for just being there to encourage him and to be a support system for him because he's not in this alone. And I love the idea that she's giving him the opportunity to have a support system. So a lot of people don't go to the gym and they don't stick with it because they don't have that support. So Vanessa is definitely doing that for her son. So speaking of hotels, I know we weren't talking about that, but I want to talk about this crazy situation in this hotel between Megan and Tina and the whole family. So you know there was this horrible accident in their home when there's water damage and their home is under construction. They've been living in a hotel for six weeks, sharing one bathroom. Now, Tina referred to it as hotel hell. And mm -hmm. when she said it, I was like, this could probably be like a series. I would watch this. Like the, the hell that people go through living in such small spaces because I can't even imagine. But the insurance company has decided it's time for them to move back to the house, even though it's not done. There's no flooring. And not only that, there's only one working bathroom in the house. So they're going from one horrible situation to another horrible situation. And I am worried about their friendship. And the marriages are complete opposite. So Megan and John are flourishing. They're doing amazing. Their relationship is in a great place. But Tina and Johnny's marriage is in shambles because you can only imagine what it's like when you have four kids and your best friend and her fiance living with you in these small spaces. And something's got to give because Johnny's like, we can't keep housing them. Like, I don't know how much stress that we can keep putting on our marriage. Yeah, I mean... Oh, God. First of all, even just living with one other person and having one bathroom, that's hard enough. But children and then other relationships and all being in one room, I don't. Oh, man. I can kind of see where he's coming from because I know that, like, 
Megan and her fiance had been living with him for such a long time. And I could see him wanting his, just his core family back. Like I could totally understand that, but I see where Tina's coming from too. Cause that's her best friend. She's like, I've been with her since I was 13. So it's kind of like putting them in a tough spot, but oh, I just, I'm scared. It's going to ruin their friendship because if she has to mm. kick them out, I don't know where they're going to go. I know. And let's talk about the announcement that they made, right? So they're ready to get married. So yes. that's a good thing. This is positive. I'm happy for them. But Tina is worried that, you know, you guys aren't really in the space to get married yet because you need to get your own place and you need to be, you know, what's the word? Secure. Secure in everything going on. And she's like, this might not be the right time. But like you said, how do you tell your best friend something like that without hurting her feelings? Because it's like, she's ready finally to get married and you're supposed to be happy for her and supportive, but you also want to tell her like, oh, well, by the way, you should do that after you get your own place. Like that's, there's no easy way to have that conversation. So I think that this situation is going to take a toll on the relationship either way because as we've seen it this complete contrast situation tina and her husband are struggling and megan and her fiance are doing amazing and i think that regardless of it they're gonna have to find their own place at some point and i know that's super hard because in this recession and in this world that we're in rent is so high so it's like mm -hmm. if you don't already have a place that you've been renting for a long time who knows what they're gonna charge you right yeah, no, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, obviously, we don't know their financial situations, so we can't really speak to that. But hopefully there's somewhere that they can try to. I don't know. It's so hard. I know people that are trying to look for places now and they're like their rent is more than my mortgage for like a one bedroom. And it's just like it's insane. And I feel so bad for everyone. So it just yeah, it puts everyone in a bad spot. And it, it I'm, does. Oh, I just really hope that they can work it out. And I really have high hopes for Megan and her marriage. And that's really exciting. But yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I, wish I, I know. I'm scared. And I one last thing before we wrap up. So congrats to Ashley, who did take the chance to make an appointment with Dr. Proctor because she was very skeptical on the situation situation of going back because she knows she's not where she needs to be. And Dr. Proctor has a really good um, suggestion for her. He said that maybe you should try a wellness retreat to get yourself over this hump because she is losing weight, just not at the rate that she should be losing weight. And he thinks that this might help because it's kind of somewhere where you focus on your mental health and your physical health at the same time. And she's going to invite the girls with her. And we're going to watch them go through this wellness retreat, which kind of seems like boot camp to me based on the, the trailer. So we're going to have to wait and see how that goes next week. But I know personally boot camp wouldn't work for me i don't like being pushed beyond my limits in the extreme heat so i'm gonna see how the ladies handle it but based on what i saw ashley was one of the ones who wanted to give up and she was the one who planned it so on a thousand pound sisters we are on season four episode two we watched amy go to the gynecologist and she found out what the sex of her baby is and it is not exactly what she had in mind so amy was looking to have a girl so she could have a girl and a boy and close the baby shop for good no more babies for Amy, nothing more coming out of that uterus. And she got some disappointing news, not disappointing because a healthy baby is a miracle regardless, but this mm -hmm. is another boy. This is a little brother for Gage. And she now thinks 
closing the baby shop might be premature because she still wants that little girl. So she's going to have to see how this goes. But we learned this pregnancy is very high risk because she got pregnant very quickly after her weight loss surgery. And now she's pregnant again. And there's so many different risk factors that her doctor was giving us. I'm super worried now. Mm -hmm. No, I felt the same way. I like was very shocked. I mean, I understand because she is like she says she's morbidly obese and she did do the surgery. Then she got pregnant immediately and then she got pregnant again and she's not eating the best which I, you know, I can see it from both sides because I know how women get when they crave stuff. But she really needs to take care of her body for those babies because she's always wanted to be a mom. And like the worst, like you don't want anything bad to happen when you have children. Like that's your life now. So, I mean, I'm worried for her. I really hope that she can get back on track because, I mean, she's lost so much weight. Mm-hmm. And she, she's, did. she did so good. So I think as long as she gets back into that mentality, she's going to do amazing. So four months into rehab, Tammy is now walking a lot more. She has shown a lot of progress. The only thing that she really has going on that's bad is she has like uncontrollable throat farts. Like her throat keeps farting. And I'm like, oh my God, Tammy, that's so weird. She's like, I can't control it. I don't know what you want me to do, but like it just happens. But other than that, she's doing so good. We watched her order food. And first of all, this rehab facility was offering her food that was bad for her. So I was like, whoa, what is going on here? Because if you have someone in your facility and they're trying to get better and they're coming over an addiction, why would you offer them whatever? Because Tammy's like, I can literally eat what I want. It's up to me to stay on track. And I feel like that shows a lot of strength for her because she Mm -hmm. was offered hot dogs and, and lasagna and all this and bread. And she was like, I can't have any of that. And I was really impressed with her strength and her family's very impressed too because amy decided that it was time to go and see her so she could see gage and amy is very skeptical because she's like i don't want to be too close when Mm -hmm. she's out there hurting herself and hurting her body and making bad choices she's like it's very hard for me to watch so closely when she's doing things that are horrible so she said now that she's doing better we're gonna go up and see her and they physically saw the weight loss that she's shown 144 pounds that she's lost since she's been in there. That's amazing. No, I was so proud of her. Like the fact that like, if we look back even at last season when she was getting the meals delivered, I remember Amy was saying that she was eating them all in one day. And the fact that she was saying like, I can't have this stuff. Like, please don't bring it to me. And I really love when they came and saw her and Chris brought her like the food that she wanted, but it was altered so that it was more healthy for her. So that That was was amazing. Yeah, I really love that support. So we watched her talk to her counselor and we I noticed something negative because Tammy doesn't want to talk about the triggers and the things that she went through her her dark period. And the counselor made a really good point. She's like, in order for you to move forward and make sure that those triggers don't affect you, you have to go and dissect the root of the problem because she wanted her to talk about, well, when you did those things, how did it make you feel? What was that mm-hmm. fix? So we can make alternatives for you when you get home. So if you need to feel that feeling again, you don't go back to what you were doing. And she wasn't ready to talk about it. And I think that was a problem because we watched her next weigh in and she had gained about 10 pounds and she felt like she was done. And after all the work that she had done, I can't imagine that she just wants to give up, right? Because she's done so well. She's taking so many steps, like watching her walk the way that she's walking. I don't think I've seen her walk like that before. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely haven't seen her walk like that. 
I just, I mean, I get it. Like, she probably feels discouraged because we don't really know exactly. Like, maybe she fell off the train a little bit on the eating or something. Because, like, the facility, like you said, they don't have good food for them. So, it could be something like that. And I do know that she's getting, like, you can tell she's really sad. Like, she keeps saying she wants to go home. She misses her family. She's not seeing Gage grow up. And, like, that's hard on anyone because she's so far away. So, maybe, and then maybe talking with a therapist could have triggered her. And that could be something that could have, you know, enhanced her to want to eat more. And just she couldn't take it. I don't know. Because we really know that the therapist is something that Tammy does not do well with. Yeah, she does not like therapists at all. Therapists are, I mean, a lot of people don't because they they know what triggers you. And they Mm -hmm. focus in on your triggers. Dealing with your triggers is very hard. Talking about things and hearing someone say things that trigger you, it just puts you in a place, a dark mood, a dark place. So I definitely understand that. And like you said, Tammy is a family person. Her therapists mm-hmm. are her family. When she wants to talk to somebody, she'll talk to Amy. She'll talk to Chris. She'll talk to Amanda. So a, a stranger hearing all her problems and telling her all the things that she's doing wrong might really, like you said, trigger her to the point where you don't even know me well enough to tell mm-hmm. me how bad I'm doing. All right. So we're going to keep watching. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for Tammy. I want her to do well. Don't let this measly 10 pounds discourage you. And I'm watching Amy too, because this pregnancy is very high risk. And I want to see this beautiful baby boy healthy. And I want to see Amy healthy too. This is my co-host Sharona. Make sure you're following her at all her links right here at the bottom. I'm George Massey. I'm on all social media platforms at George Massey, georgemassey.com and anywhere you get your podcast. Thanks for joining us for the George Massey show. And I'll talk to all of you guys really soon for next week's TLC weekly roundup.